Good evening, everyone, and welcome to What's the Buzz? This is the show where we ask you the question. What's the buzz, cuz? How you doing? Amelia, what's the buzz, hey. cuz? Hey, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. Amelia, we have a familiar face with us tonight. The gentleman was with us last week. He is famous beyond his years and has affected the entire world, yet they know him not. His name is Bruce Clark, and he's the guy who invented the stadium and arena cup holder and movie theater. And No matter where you go, mm-hmm. you're going to see a cup holder somewhere at a, a movie, at a stadium, baseball game, a concert venue. Thank this man for it. His name Absolutely. is Bruce Clark, and he's our guest yet again. Bruce, how the hell are you, brother? I'm Ducky. Thank you. I'm very well. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't hear you except through my phone, so uh, I'm stuck like this listening to you with my phone. There you <laughs> so, go. Hey, look, it's old school, and it works. Absolutely. It works. And That's it all that counts. It works well. So uh, we, when last we spoke, we told the world of your accomplishments and inventions, and... Uh, Impressive as they are, it got even better. Um, I found out a few things about Bruce Clark. We're going to discover, mm-hmm. all of us will discover tonight together. Yeah. And I want to share with my audience. But uh, since we were uh, together last, how have you been? Let's talk about uh, how your week has been. Uh, any uh, feedback from your appearance? Oh, yes. I had a number of uh, people very impressed and happy and pleased to see our uh, talk. And I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm glad to be back. Thank you. I feel honored. Do you get many uh, return people or am I uh, the first oh, one? No, we, we get oh, quite yes. a few return guests. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. We've All had a, 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 the probably the record holder is Baby Doll. She's been oh, with yes. us six times. She is a oh. professional... Oh, uh, wow. wrestling personality, yeah. yeah. Six yes, times she saw her. her. Cool. Yeah, wonderful, cool. wonderful lady, dear friend of mine, good lady. Um, oh, yeah. we uh, we're back with the uh, with our co-host Amelia. Amelia, I have to ask you, yes. what's the buzz, cuz? How was Amelia? your week? <laughs> it's been an interesting week so far. <laughs> Gas prices are ridiculous, but uh, hey, what can we do, right? <laughs> now we're, you're in Florida. Yes. So uh, what are we looking at in Florida? Yes, it's well within the past two days. It was let's see, four it was three twenty nine, three forty nine, three sixty nine. Now we're looking at three ninety nine to four nineteen within two three days. I'm in New Jersey, and it's already five dollars and nineteen cents a gallon. Wow! Wow! We're and at more uh, we're in at Pennsylvania. We're at three seventy. We're at three seventy a gallon. Yeah, I My wish goodness. we were. Yeah, we got a real problem on our hands, don't we, folks? It's really a crying shame why, yeah. why we can't open His up name our. Is Joe uh, Biden. Exactly. Yeah, why that, we can't open up our Biden. spigots of oil? My goodness, the cleanest well, country the in the world, and we can't produce any oil. Well, yeah. no, that's that's quite the contrary. We are overproducing oil to such a point. That mm-hmm. we are supplying other countries with gasoline and oil, yes. but they won't produce it for our own people. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why Joe Biden is a traitor and a disgrace to the United States of America and should be mm-hmm. tried for treason. Yeah, a friend of mine in Michigan. Yeah, close because he seems to be doing an extremely good job at doing everything he can to destroy what America is all about. Yes. And everything I'm that's trying to do job. encourage because encourage he people is. to start their own business. Who wants to start a business in this climate? Well, you, you know, can't. He, that's the, the whole point, Bruce, and, and you're right. But the whole point is you can't, nor yeah. would anyone with a, a reasonably sound mind, mm-hmm. nor would they want to at this point. The problem exactly. is you have an economy that for all intents and purposes is solvent and solid. The only problem very with concerned. that economy... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was very concerned during the uh, Clinton years and the Obama years, what they were doing yes. in the country. And you I thought, oh, my concerned. gosh, poor, poor country, poor country. But then now that in reflecting back, America and our our great economy bounced through it. We got through all that, despite what mm-hmm. they were doing. And, yeah. um, and, I, in, and in no part of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and in so and resilient part because of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and now no, under the, Biden, it, it, yeah. we've seen such destruction in one year, it blows me away. It's scary. It, yeah, exactly. It, it's ridiculous. It's inconceivable that one man could do this much damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yep. just, you know, it's interesting how we saw America witnessed what, what we could create in one year under Trump or one, you know, yeah. Within the first six months, in, he was I, remarkable. Four years of Donald Trump. Yeah. And just grew and everything was great. And boy, have we seen some devastation since Uncle Joe got in. Yeah. Well, in four years with Donald Trump, the American economy has seen prosperity, unlike since the Ronald Reagan was president. Mm-hmm. And that's not yeah. rhetoric. That's factual. Check the numbers. Yeah. Uh Barack Obama is a piece of shit. Bill Clinton's a piece of shit and a whoremonger. Joe Biden is just a dumb fucking piece of shit and a whoremonger. And like yeah. some, I'm not. Uh, I, I I tell you, Trump showed how we can do it, and uh, yeah. it was just blew me away how how strong and how willing people were willing to. Take the chances that I took back, the back Dem- way back. The Democratic Party is not happy until they've uh, successfully created conflict. Exactly. And well, Uncle Joe you know, created conflict big time. Oh, can, well, I saw it all begin under uh, Obama. I saw division created right there with that man. Oh, sure. And uh, well, who was, was his vice president? Uncle Joe was his vice president. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> and we're seeing. Well, it, it's just gotten out of hand. It's amazing. You'd think that we'd be so resilient. We could see through it. I think most of Americans do see through what they're doing to us and uh, or what they're attempting to do to us and create all the divisions. No matter if it's rich, poor, man, woman, white, black, it doesn't matter. They find a way of putting a wedge. And you know what? I don't, I, I, you don't call them the left. Don't call them liberals. Don't call them the Democratic Party. What I see doing what's going on is Marxists. They are Marxists Absolutely. who support mm-hmm. what's going on. And so let's, Absolutely. you know, of course. 
you know, it, it's gotten to the point where the true classic name for liberal, I think, is today the Trump supporter. We mm -hmm. are in the classic yeah. sense, you know? I mean, we're, we're liberal thinkers. We're thinking outside the box. We're, we're looking for ideas and, and open-minded and, and change. And um, mm -hmm. it, it's not like it was, uh, or I should say, <laughs> it's, gotten, mm -hmm. it's gotten beyond liberal. I mean, it exactly. is Marxist. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Of course. Well, well socialism at its core is evil, okay? Mm -hmm. Call it Marxist, call it leftist, call it whatever you want. The fact of the matter is socialism at its core is evil. Uh, it it yes. destroys it, it, families. Well, it destroys souls. It destroys economies. It destroys entire fabric of countries. Uh, and that's what that's who's running this country now. A guy who's hell bent and has been hell bent for the last 49 years. 49 years he's been trying to destroy that which created him and if people don't understand that then they're dumb fucks that are just like him i call yeah. a dumb yeah. fuck a dumb fuck uh -huh. okay? <laughs> okay he's a dumb fuck yes well what i see is uh you know if you you can call it everything you want Boy, to me it's spiritual warfare at this point it's absolutely spiritual warfare, and thank you for bringing that up because I'll tell you what, uh, countries are waking up in a way, mm -hmm. people are waking up in a way as never before and discovering their inner truth, their inner light as to what really is going on around us, and mm -hmm. it is a principality and dominion warfare. Absolutely. I agree. Can you still hear me right now? Can you hear me? I can. I, uh oh. Yes. yes, I can. Yes. You you can hear me because I just got yes. speakers going. Yes. I'm oh, hanging terrific. up the phone. Perfect. Please do. Yes. Had to go in the system. Push a button. <laughs> Yay. That works for us. Oh, there you go. So yeah, and I'll tell you what. I I I I have really strong political views. They uh -huh. get me in trouble on on <laughs> you know fascist book. Mm -hmm. Um. My new name for I'm Facebook, a, fascist book. Oh, I'm, I'm for the yeah. first time. I unrestricted. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need Amelia to really stay on Facebook because uh -huh. when I leave, I'm going to need some eyes and ears there. Mm -hmm. I'm also going to need a representative of the show there. <laughs> so, what you he'll, be, he'll be he'll be banned for thirty days, probably. No, I'm serious. Are you kidding me? Thirty days? Are you can I'm banned. <laughs> I was banned for 72 days. Oh, my gosh. For calling Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I'm, 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 not 90 days. I'm, oh, wow. I'm not banned. I'm restricted 90 days. Oh, my goodness. Really? Did you tell them to go fuck themselves? Uh-huh. I had no way of protesting. I couldn't find any place to protest in Facebook you just found about that. Right here. Yeah. Uh, just we've, found it might as well say we've all been banned before from Facebook a, com a couple of times or two. Yeah. yeah. And it's amazing. You know what? It's not my voice. I just repeated it of somebody else saying mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Or I repeated mm -hmm. it by forwarding the article. My goodness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What what advice you would know. you give an entrepreneur uh, today starting a business because of everything that's going on right now? Right. Uh, yeah, good luck. Okay, you know what? It, it boils down to everything that I 
promote in my book. Um, mm -hmm. It starts with uh, being willing to take a risk, having mm -hmm. the vision, or a, you, some people call it a mark a business plan. But um, right, we, you know, and uh, hiring the right people. Um, don't let emotions get in the way. I, you know, I failed to mention something that was kind of funny in uh, the last video. I, I mentioned briefly about emotion and remember mm -hmm. my first fail. Oh, by the way, Amelia, you asked yes. for a, uh -huh. a prototype. This is not yes. the prototype. This uh -huh. is the actual production of oh, a no. fold-up hoop that I envisioned. This was my, this was my uh, vision. Oh, and, wow. Um, so, That's pretty cool. So I got that cool. going for me. Anyway. Oh, uh, I love it. And, oh, I know. And I mentioned also how I borrowed money from my credit cards, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. Well, on that part of it, mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, I told you I had to build a whole other mold. Um, I didn't have the money. Yeah. Or, or actually, mm -hmm. I did borrow for that second mold for my credit mm -hmm. cards but then then i saw where things were growing to where we had to have more and more models and mm -hmm. our models kept on being and uh, you know every single mold's 20 to fifty thousand yeah. dollars and so that i didn't want to have to put out the money for but yet i was the manufacturer so i had to produce so i wrote yeah. a letter now talk about not having money right i wrote yeah. a letter to whom it may concern and I said, and I had a little track record of, of um, I had, I was in the Metrodome. I was in a few theaters around Twin Cities and Homer, Alaska was one of my first ones from the trade show. And right. um, I wrote this letter because I knew I had to build another mold that had multiple inserts for different mounting brackets. And I, to whom it may concern, I have a track record. I need $50,000. I will pay you back at 25 cents cup holder until you get like a, it was like a 20% return on your investment. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I sought out relatives, parents, family, friends. I begged for somebody to lend me this money and take this risk. And I had no takers and it took me about a month and finally and i went to other businesses i finally i came across an injection mold guy an actual local guy who i said hey here's my letter i need i need a mold built 50 grand and, and he says okay okay i'll do it and so that really got us on the road with a bunch of new models that we needed uh so soon right. after this failure and my other one which was uh do i have one here hold on <laughs> no. no, anyway, um, the, the next generation from this was mm -hmm. a, a little crude and it not, not crude. It would apply to everything, but you had to screw holes mm -hmm. in the, in the back of the seat and they weren't into that. So anyway, and this guy finally took it on. He built this mold. Didn't cost me a dime. And, you know, wow. 20 years later, after I'd sold it and everything, I, I, I still kept in touch with him a little bit. And I asked him, I said, do you have any regrets about doing that? He says, not at all. He was very happy to do that deal. So, mm. you know, it's creative, creative uh, fun seeking, if mm -hmm. you will. Yeah. Speaking of creative, uh, 
I got a little creative myself this week. Um, I put together a little video slideshow uh, of uh, some of <laughs> some of Bruce Clark's lesser known accomplishments. Let's take a look. Oh, oh, there's Bruce. <clears throat> What has he here? Yeah, of course, the in inventor of the cup holder. There's your book. Uh, mm -hmm. Your book, uh, create, yeah. your own, create Your American Dream. Uh, for those but it's the, it's, that are it's not familiar with your book. I was just going to say, Bruce. I, I don't want to. Not... Go ahead. Don't buy it. <laughs> I, I'm a, <laughs> I, I was kind of ashamed of it. Um, and it is oh, on my man. website. It's available on Amazon, but like I told you last, last week, you know, I, <clears throat> I I had three different editors go through this thing, and by the time yeah. it got printed, mistake after mistake, and I'm just so embarrassed. And I had a guy clean it up, and um, and he added a couple hundred pages, and now it's something, and it's not out yet because we're going with a this is this create your American dream is my own self publishing attempt. Yeah. And, you know, as an adventure guy that doesn't know quite what I'm doing, you know, I stumbled around. I made some mistakes. And, uh, yeah. And I have a, a publicist type of person who's really pushing me to get it published uh, yeah. from a real publisher and, um, and, and make sure it's done right. Yeah. There's this my first shop your... I had. Yeah. This oh. is from, from Bruce Clark's website. Oh. Um, wow. There actually, you have two websites that lead to the to the same Bruce Douglas same Clark dot com, and yeah, yes. and and uh, invent your path. Mm -hmm. They both lead right. to this uh, to this site. This is uh, you spoke about having an auto shop. This mm -hmm. was your shop. Mm -hmm. This was the very first shop that um, a guy called me. I was working on. I, I just got back from being a lobster fisherman for a summer, and I was. I was, uh, I, I wanted to start this Minnetonka kite company using, uh, building Nagasaki and Malaysian fighting kites. You ever heard okay. of them? They yeah, are so cool. Yeah. And I, 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 mm -hmm. they, they are these kites that sit in the air. They do this. They just yeah. do oh, wow. this. When, yeah, you I'm let very out, when you let the wind, when you let the wind take it, they'll, if you let the wind take it, and if it's starting to go in one direction, It'll continue in that direction, and once it's pointed in the direction you want it to go, and you pull on that string, it'll go straight in that direction, straight as narrow. Absolutely. And so you have dogfights yeah. in the air, play around together, and get you know first one to hit the ground loses. It's They're really cool. Anyway, very popular. So those kites are actually very popular. Uh, oh, yeah, they're, they're huge in Afghanistan, Pakistan, <laughs> Malaysia. I'll tell you where else they're popular, and it might surprise you. Wildwood, New Jersey. They're very popular there on the beach. They, and they actually yeah. do compete with each other. Mm -hmm. uh, and they do, right. in fact, have, the, you know, for lack of a better term, dog fights. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Beach, in the air. Absolutely. Yeah. There was an episode of The Big Bang Theory also that they did something like that. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. they're really I, uh, cool. It's, so, it's good for you. It's a big deal, anyway. And I needed ten thousand dollars to uh, start that, and I didn't have it. And I got a phone call from this guy who had a local gas station that knew me. He asked me, "Hey, you want to rent out my back stall for a hundred bucks a month and start a business?" 
business? I go, sure. So that's how I got into the car repair business. Now you're showing my racing career. Yeah. Yeah, you got to tell me about this, yeah. uh, all this money you spent to have it crashed up. <laughs> well, that's another cool story. When I had my shop, okay. I had the first blue car in the world. And I always wanted to have a race car, and I had been autocrossing a Saab Sonnet, modified, of course. And um, and uh, I, it was time up. I, uh, the buddy... It, had this old 1968 Brabham BT21, uh, yeah. an X Formula 2 car, and I raced that for one race. And uh -huh. before I sold it to this guy, let me show you a picture of what I ended up buying that you're seeing up in the air crashing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you imagine uh, spending you all see? that money to have it crash? Oh, look um, at this. Wow. Oh, wow. This, this, That's this guy, a famous race car driver named Jerry Hansen, uh, he, he won more national champions than anyone in, in America ever, uh, no, amateur exactly national champion. And he happened to live exactly nearby. And he owned, do you? Cool. I he owned Johnny sure. Brooks Racetrack. And uh, he, he, uh, he met, a friend of mine met him and said, hey, I got a buddy who's just bought this car and and Jerry says, well, hey, you should buy mine. It's brand new. It's one year old. And my friend called and said, you know what, well, check it out. And I go, why? I don't have money to buy a one-year-old Jerry Hansen race car. And so I said, you know, it won't cost me anything to go to his house and listen to his pitch, right? Yeah. We made a deal. I gave him <laughs> this race car. I gave him $3,000 cash. Oh my and God. and he took payments. He took three hundred and fifty dollar a month payments, and he oh was my at my God. door every every month. And and I bought this thing, and I started to freaking win races. I won eleven out of seventeen races, set three track oh, records. I was a crazy. quick flash in the pan, but it was a very fast car. Uh, Formula Atlantic, extremely fast, and oh, what a dream come true! It was great. That's a hell of a dream, brother. Very, a very mm -hmm. pricey dream. Mm -hmm. I've had very many dreams dream. in my life. Everything I put my mind to, uh, it's 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 been a it's come to fruition, and that's that's America for you. Now, well, here's the interesting of, picture. Yeah, I got some questions before before <laughs> you volunteer oh, any information. True. I got All some right. questions about this chapter in your life. Evidently, sure. you and the missus made a uh, quite a little career out of uh, going from game show to game show and just beating the crap out of them. <laughs> now, either you have a strategy and a uh, an inside track to winning at game shows, or you are the <laughs> luckiest son of a bitch in the world. <laughs> but, you know, it's really interesting. Um, we happened to be in Las Vegas one year, and we came across it. One of the places they had this show with Wink Martindale called Gambit, and we uh, yeah. we, we we thought, well, why not? They're looking for contestants. We were there. Let's try and get on. We got on, and we won. Uh, we we won six hundred hundred and fifty dollars cash and six hundred dollars worth of bit of honey and Kentucky Fried Chicken coupons. <laughs> <laughs> that, that gave us a taste, right? And so, oh my god. Uh, my wife is looking through uh, Hollywood, some Hollywood deal. They're talking about a new show where they're going to 
to be giving away a house. And, yeah. and uh, with Bob Eubanks. And so yeah. she tells me about it. I go, yeah, right, sure. But, you know, at the time, we were looking for a house. We couldn't afford a bigger house. We were starting a family, and we needed a bigger house. And so I thought, okay, let's go out there, see what happens. It was at Burbank Studios right across the hall from Johnny Carson's show. Oh, and my God. We not only got on the show, we won six shows in a row. Wow. We won, I heard. <laughs> uh, six rooms of furniture, uh, two trips, um, and right. the house. We won the freaking house. Yeah. And you uh, that, that, tell what me you how, see, how you pulled this together. Well, you know, my wife was very fast in the buzzer. And um, I, I, I got a few things right, but she was so fast. Once you hit the buzzer first, you control the true or false or multiple choice yeah. question. Well, and, I have uh, a question about that. You said the, that she was quick on the buzzer, but uh, apparently it wasn't just that show. She was apparently quick on the buzzer with a lot of shows. Uh, well, you know, the, after the headline this period, here. After you- after well, you win a house, you feel you can do anything. And she went on every radio sh- show you could imagine. Uh, oh, yeah. She was on, we were on another game show, a, ch- a Chance of a Lifetime, I think it was called, um, yes. where you can win a million dollars. We won $2,800 and, and uh, paid for the trip to California. And yeah. then my wife got on another one, another show, I forget the name of it, uh, and she won a car. Wow. And you can see yeah. in the upper left hand, uh, a National Enquirer came over and did a story, a big story on us. And you know what's interesting about our press? You know, we talk about don't believe everything you read. When they yeah. came over to take photos of our winnings, they happened to have the script laying on the bed. And I was looking through it, and I couldn't believe the story they made up that was so untrue. They had me being her slave and her butler, and, you know, oh my God. it was just ridiculous. <laughs> And uh, I called them on it, and they go, oh, okay, we'll fix that. And they did. And finally, the article was quite true. But uh, my wife would call up all these radio stations that were giving away this or that. And at, yeah. at one time, she uh, she signed me up to with another couple at a radio station. Whoever could assemble two bicycles, the quickest won the bicycles. Yeah. And of course, being an ex-mechanic, hey, I won. You know, <laughs> there so, you go. Of course. No, you say you say it, uh, about luck. And let me tell you something about that game show. Prior to that, we studied uh, People magazine, Us magazine, Trivial Pursuit. Every one that we could get our hands on, we went through every I one of those imagine. questions. We oh yes, one of those people. And it was amazing how many questions came up of what we had studied. So uh, I'll tell you, oh, we yeah, made our right. own. And you know what's another interesting thing about that whole story? Uh, uh, after we got one finished winning the house, you know, you want to tell your friends about it. You want to, you know, hey, I want a house. Hey, wow. And there were two types of responses from people. And this is interesting. One response would be, Oh, I'm so happy for you. It's so cool. Oh, cool. And, you know, you'd expect that. Other people? Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. I can't believe you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. And they were, they, were, they were miserable. 
and they were resentful, and I was that's why. And I'm glad you answered the question the way you did. That's why I yes. asked the question. You they did some, you know, some research, or you had an inside track, or you were just the luckiest bastard in the world. Mm-hmm. There's a yeah. uh, and uh, for we, those people. Well, I, I just hold on just a second, Bruce, because I want people uh-huh. to, to see, or I want them to hear what they can't really see well. Yes. Up on the screen, it says here, and it's, it's interesting the way it's written. It says, contest crazy mom wins $200,000 in prizes. That's the first article. The second article is, and the winner is, uh, local woman makes a living winning. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. there was no Not quite. We had a few good years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no was a single mom. Yeah. Me. Yeah. So here's the question I, I have for I don't you. care. It, it all, it all <laughs> comes <laughs> well, that that's the, the question I have is very simple. Uh-huh. Is Mrs. Lucky still with you? Or did no, but you know, yeah, we were together twenty years, and we kind of, kind of fell apart. But we're still good friends. She's the mother of my children. I respect her highly. We get along great. Uh, Our divorce was not ugly, so, so uh, yeah, uh, we still love her. She's a good woman. Beautiful. I see. I like a happy ending like that. Mm-hmm. I really do. That to me is a happy ending, even though you know there was a divorce involved. The fact that you're civil and you talk and you still love each other—that's beautiful. That's a wonderful that, thing. Uh, now I'm, I'm, here I'm, I'm is Bruce Clark and his cup holders. Yeah. And anybody that's been to a game knows that site well. It's behind the seat. There are to the right of every seat is a cup holder. And uh, now you see the no, no, no. Say, was that Bruce? Say again? No. Oh, <laughs> no, they're to the left. Uh, oh, yeah, it could be to the left, mm-hmm. be, yeah, depending on you. Look at you, uh, right? I like that term better. Um, there are many variations now of the Clark cup holder, yes. Um there are those behind the seat. There are those in the center mm-hmm. of the the armrest, built right into the armrest. Movie theaters, I think, are the most prolific because they've got now cup holders with three different sizes within the unit. Yes. It'll fit a uh, 24 ounce, a 32 ounce, and a 48 ounce cup mm-hmm. in the same holder. Um, it's an interesting design. If you if like, if you really take a look at it, it's pretty clever. Um, well, what but is that only in one stadium that you saw that three level type of cup holder, or no? Is that only one place? Actually, they're all in different no, stadiums Bruce, now. It's a- actually, um, uh, what was I'm sorry, Amelia? What was that? Babe? They're in the di- they're in pretty much all the stadiums now because of the different. Type of concerts that you can go to and hockey yeah. and things like that. But are they the three tiered sizes? Yeah, three tier sizes. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, she, they I are. Have to, 
Yeah. I have to agree with her because I will tell you here in Philadelphia, Bruce. Yeah. We've got the Wells Fargo Center, the Lincoln Financial Field, uh-huh. uh, and Citizens Bank Arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know where the uh, Philadelphia Phillies play, uh, mm-hmm. the Philadelphia sure. Eagles play, and uh, any mm-hmm. number of of uh, concert venues at the Wells Fargo Center, yes. including the Philadelphia Flyers. And I will tell mm-hmm. you that every one of those 26,000 seats mm-hmm. has a cup holder on it. Yes. Oh, sure. Even, sure. I didn't even realize in, it was that style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, even the ones in the VIP boxes, mm-hmm. they're, they're also equipped in the VIP boxes and the corporate oh, yeah. boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty you interesting to see various sizes. Mm-hmm. We had now, a wonderful run. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, but the, 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 the Clark cup holder, we're going to call it the Clark cup holder because this is, this is yours that we're looking at. Yes. Uh, that was a one size. Uh, Bruce, mm-hmm. was that for like a yes. 32 ounce cup? Yeah, or... yeah they, they, you know, uh, after I sold the company, they came out with a lot other models. And so and that could have been one of them. Like I said right. last week, that it's possible that that's how another company may have come in and uh, gotten uh, around our patents. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because now Did they you make see those a, in a behind. The, yeah, there's a brochure. Yes. Yeah. Now this is with called the, the caddy years, cup holder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This here. That's actually, yeah. Yeah, and this was the original uh, uh, the schematic for it, Bruce. Right. We 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 had to make this brochure a drawing because yeah. the mold wasn't done in time for the trade show. Well, it was, but it didn't get done for three weeks prior to. Uh, you know, having to leave for the show, we had to get this brochure right. done. So we had no choice but to make it this way. And yeah. little hokey, but hey, you know, it's time uh, for everything. Yeah. yeah. And now here's Bruce in a very, um, uh, I guess, a long time ago, because you looked like you're maybe about that, that was, 30, yeah, 35. That you're you about know, 35, 37 here. I, I think it was 1980, something late 80s. Uh, if you're older than 35 yeah, I, in this picture, man, then you look good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a whippersnapper. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a well, long time. You know, you're a whippersnapper, brother. I'll tell you what. But that is, uh, that's Bruce Clark in his, uh, in his element. And behind him, you saw all of the, um, oh, and I, Definitely want to make sure the people mm-hmm. take a look at your websites, inventyourpath.com and mm-hmm. BruceDouglasClark.com, Bruce's websites. Now, let's get back to where we were here. And uh, I'm going to bring Bruce back up here in uh, front and center. So, um, yeah, it's interesting that you have um, that you've had this diversified career. Uh, I had no idea. That you actually, uh, you and your wife actually made a substantial, uh, according to some, if, I don't know if you know this, but according to some articles, uh, it was as much as $700,000, house not included, uh, and upwards of a million dollars, house included. Oh, no, no. Uh, we were uh, ten ninety nine for one hundred thirty eight thousand dollars back when we won the house. 
Okay. And my wife went through everything we won, and she found advertisements um, for the same thing with a lot lower selling price. And oh, so we okay. we uh, reported to the IRS the actual mm -hmm. value of the thing we won, not based on the 1099. We saved like $20,000. Oh, wow. uh, off our tax because of, because, mm -hmm. you know, you know, we had to mortgage that free house to pay for the taxes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, sure. yeah, nothing's for well, free. I'll tell you yeah. what, um, we have been uh, uh, speaking on the subject of entrepreneurship. And one of the, um, the preeminent entrepreneurs in America is a gentleman. Uh, and I'm sure just about every household in the country has at least one article of Tommy Hilfiger clothing or something with Tommy Hilfiger's name on it. Tommy Hilfiger. Tommy is Bahama. A, yeah. yeah. Tommy Bahama. Yeah. Tommy That's the Bahama. guy I interviewed. I Hilfiger. Yeah. Tommy Bahama. Yeah. He says the road to success is not easy to navigate, but with hard work, drive, and passion, it's possible oh, to achieve I'm the sorry. American dream. Yeah. And Tommy Hilfiger. Right on the money. I'm sorry. I, I thought you were talking about the guy I interviewed that's also a competitor of Tommy's. Uh, mm -hmm. No, anyway, I know who Tommy uh, Bahama is. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Tommy Bahama right, right, right. got a hell of a line of product. Big time. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, yeah Tommy Hill, you know, uh, these guys, a fascinating guy because, uh, again, he's one of these people you know the name, but I'll bet you if Tommy Hill figure bit someone on the ass, they'd have a hard time identifying him. You know? He's one of these guys you don't know what oh, he right. looks like. Yeah. I don't know what he looks like. I have no yeah. idea. I, I have not a clue what Tommy Hilfiger looks like. Well, I encourage everyone to go to my website and mm -hmm. listen to my interview with the uh, with uh, Bob Emfield. He's a creator of uh, Tommy Bahama. Yeah, which uh, it's a real interesting story because he started off just like me without money and, and you know met the right people to really make things yeah. happen. But you know, Hilfiger is he's so right about that. There's a lot of uh, yeah. basics that I push that you can be a, a, a Harvard business student, uh, top in the class, and if you don't have yeah. the basics. Forget about it. You're going to struggle. Like oh my mad, God! Sure, absolutely. You know, as far as absolutely. yeah, let's. I want to. I want people to take and, a listen I, to this. Oh, I yeah, Bruce. I want to. I want uh, people to take a listen to this, and then I want you to comment. I love entrepreneurship sure. because that's what makes this country grow. And if it can help companies grow, I am. If I can help companies grow, I'm creating jobs and I'm setting foundation foundations for future generations it sends the message that the american dream is alive and well mark cuban Amen. is the guy who said that yes another guy yeah. everyone knows who mark cuban is you can see him weekly or daily in, in some markets on shark tank mm -hmm. uh he is a, a self-made billionaire uh and again it had his name uh on everything from clothing to pharmaceuticals so he's a very bright man, extremely bright, incredibly bright, bright and very courageous to take a chance. But if you got his kind of money, you can take a chance. 
Uh, oh, yeah. Again, we, yeah. we addressed the subject last week, Bruce, of people who cannot afford uh, to make that dream happen. So uh, oftentimes they are left to just, you know, squander their dream or if they're fortunate enough like myself to slip in front of someone who does have the money to make it happen. Fortunately, you'll never see the electric spaghetti fork because <laughs> it took a shit. And I'm very right. grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think of what Mark Cuban says? Well, he's right on the money. It's so true. You know, I'll tell you, um, I, I, I couldn't believe having been a manufacturer and distributor for the cup holder, how many people we gave work to from the mold builder to the injection molding people, to the engineers that had to figure out the right pressures and temperatures and what plastics to use to the packaging companies, to the uh, art uh, design people uh, designing the packaging yeah. Uh, to the uh, sales forces, uh, the manufacturers' representatives, we gave a cut to, to uh, you know, the delivery, the warehouse people. I mean, it just goes on and on. Uh, to the installers, mm-hmm. we, we, we had a number of installers throughout the country <laughs> that they had a whole teams of people go in and outfit a stadium or a theater uh, complex. And, uh, oh, my gosh, it just... It really, really, really did indeed employ a lot of people. And, and it wasn't well all via our employees. It was the people that our product caused to have to, you know, to get paid for doing their part in it. And oh, sure. uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful, a capitalism is a wonderful, free enterprise. It's a wonderful system. It works so well. And uh, well, it, You it, know it, what, Bruce? I agree right. with you. Capitalism is the best system when it works, and when it right. does not work, it can kill you. It can kill you financially, well, if you it can kill you, yes, and it can kill you physically. Amelia, you've been yes. um, ominously quiet. I've been listening. Episode. I don't want you to listen. I want you to tell Angelo, "Shut <laughs> up!" I want to talk. Hey, want you to told me not to interrupt my elders, and that includes you. Elders. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, fire up my walker, Bruce. Yeah, yeah, right. He said that to interrupt, right? Let me go take my Geritol. I'll be back. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Ask your questions. He did say that to interrupt, right? No, but I was thinking about what you were saying about the entrepreneurship. And I have a friend that he started off wanting to be a photographer, but, of course, he didn't have the money. So, he decided to do some modeling and he has a pretty face, nice body and everything. So he decided to become a model first and got a, you know, started up that way and got a small camera and then started uh, taking pictures and so forth. And now he became a famous photographer. And so he started taking pictures and he's on books and stuff like that. And then, so he became a world famous photographer. And then he said, you know what? I can do something better. So I'm going to become a realtor to help my uh, photography business. So that helped a lot better. And then he says, you know what? I think I can do better than that. I'm going to be entrepreneur. I'm going to be started to not a, uh, like a pyramid thing, but it's something similar. And before you know it, he's out with buying Mercedes. He's got money. And of course he lost both of his parents at a young age. So he had to really, really start helping himself, you know, better life for himself. And 
now he has a house in Massachusetts and in Fort Lauderdale. And I've got to jump oh, boy, in wait. here. Bravo, yes. bravo. I've, I've got to jump in here, Bruce. I want to ask you a question while it's still hot on the trail here. Mm -hmm. See how he interrupts me now? Well, no, actually, Amelia, what you said prompted it. It was a very good point. Yes. I'm, gonna, uh -huh. I'm going to piggyback on it. Yes. I want Bruce to comment because this is a really mm -hmm. interesting thing that's happening. Yes. You used the word pyramid. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Bruce, you well, they're like all Amway. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I they, was doing that. I tried Amway, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's let's I wanted I wanna and I'm glad that you said multi-level marketing. Yes. Because uh -huh. it is different. It is different from pyramid schemes. Yes. Uh -huh. It's a very different approach. Yes. The idea with the pyramid scheme is that you lay all this brick on the bottom uh -huh. and that you systematically build to this pinnacle on top where Correct. where the pot of gold waits you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which of course is a lot of horseshit. Exactly. Multi-level marketing is a different approach, and therein lies the information and knowledge mm -hmm. of Bruce Clark. Bruce, educate us on multi-level marketing and how mm -hmm. and why does it different from the pyramid structure? You know, so many people can get into multi-level marketing uh, for next mm -hmm. to nothing. Uh, yes. Very inexpensive, and there's a lot of different products and things out there. I tried right. a number of them. I mean, I did uh, uh, Shackley, Amway, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Sprint when Sprint first came out. Um, oh, I forget. Uh, oh, 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 Herbal Life. Anyway, yes. when oh I say God, I did them, oh, please. Yeah, when I, I when I say I did them, that Herbal Life crap. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I got sucked in. But you know what? It wasn't right for me. Now, mm -hmm. yeah. what it requires is, is everybody you look at needs to be your customer. And that, exactly. that's the that's only problem I have with multi-level marketing. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't want I, I wanted to look at people for other reasons and things, and I didn't want to look at them as a mark, you know, that I could sell to or that could be a dealer yeah. and have them out for dinner to do a pitch. It just wasn't mm -hmm. me. I, I I couldn't do it for that very reason but some yeah. people are extremely good at it and it works for mm -hmm. them and they hustle mm -hmm. and you do have to hustle in that business you gotta and, yes. and rejection yeah, oh god that, yeah. that's within yeah, you just gotta very have a thick so. skin go through the rejection um and, and you, you throw enough mud up in the wall and so it'll stick mm -hmm. so good yes, it does work oh. mm -hmm. right and now he's actually doing uh He's going to different places and give, doing a story and, you know, explaining how his life was without his mother. And the sad part is, is that he knew his mother was sick when he was little, but she still managed to, you know, bake cookies with them, even though she wasn't feeling well. And this, it, it was so hard for him growing up and he was go, going to school, but then at the same time coming home to his mom, not feeling well. Then his mom passed away. His dad was home, but then he was hanging out with the wrong crowd. And he's like, something's got to change. So he decided to better himself. And then now he's going, he's giving lectures on how to better yourself. He's pretty much like a life coach, you know, helping Whoa. people how yeah. to better themselves. And, yes. and once again, Amelia prompts a question for Bruce Clark. 
Um, Go ahead. I've got a question for you about psychology, about the psychology, the mindset of the <laughs> entrepreneur. Very rarely have I read or heard of a success story from someone who already has money. Okay. The success stories right. you hear are from people who do not have money, who come from very poor, in some cases, very humble beginnings. Yes. Is there a mindset and a psychology that is more acclimated to the entrepreneurial spirit? Does, does having no money accelerate the drive? Uh, and in some cases, does having money... Or the desire? Yeah. There, uh, there's a, a, it's a two-pronged approach. You, you get where I'm going with it. Oh, sure. You know, uh, I wrote an essay about building an entrepreneurial mind. And I, I say to start, it's all about attitude. You know, you can choose to focus yeah. what can go wrong or what can you do to make it go right. I talked about Zig Ziglar and not having any stink and thinking. Uh, then you, yeah. And then you build a creative mind. Don't accept anything the way it is. Look at all things as nice attempt, but it's not the only way. And then yeah. no hard work is the norm. Don't expect anything will be easy. Uh, whether you work for someone else or work for yourself, expect to work hard. I mean, it's just the way it is in life. Uh, if you're lazy, yeah. forget being an entrepreneur. Um, mm -hmm. and, and we talked this about, you know, know also that chasing the buck can be futile. Yeah. Uh, all about the dollar, the dollar, the dollar. Yes, indeed, it's yeah. important, but it's not all about that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, seeking quality help. Um, find people mm. smarter than yourself. And, and don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, I, I have a lot of um, uh, not, uh, what do you call those, non-compete clauses. Uh, not a non-compete clause, a non-disclosure document. Oh, yeah. non-disclosure, sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of people sign those before I had mm -hmm. a patent or just an idea. That's the that's and, a uh, smart thing to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do. I mean, without it, you know, you're opening yes. yourself up for all kinds of theft and libel. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Really? Like sure. that's what I should have recommended you do, uh, Angelo, with your uh, spinning fork idea. You should have had a non-disclosure agreement that you had this jerk mm -hmm. sign. Right. Yeah, well, when you're when you're 17 years old, 18 years old, who thinks about it? You know, yeah, what do you know? You hadn't talked to you me just, yet. You yeah. just think that you came up with the next big thing, you know? Yeah, because if, if you talk about, look at uh, that, yeah. Go ahead. I'm well, sorry. I talk no, about also, be professional. Um, yes. Come across as professionally as possible. Um, you know, don't try and. Don't try and be somebody you're not. Just be professional. Mm -hmm. yeah. Be straight. Right. Uh, you know, act I, professional. People were taking that seriously piece of and advice. Mm -hmm. That piece of that singular piece of advice, mm -hmm. I think, is the most fundamental advice anyone could ever offer. Absolutely. Just be you. Don't try to be anybody yeah. else. Be you. Right. Because if you look at Oprah Winfrey, where she started from, look at her now. And, you know, she started from nothing. She's a better woman for it now. And she's like rich, uh, the most, a billionaire probably now. And 
compared to a conglomerate company handed to you from daddy. You know, yeah. don't kid yourself, Amelia. Oprah Winfrey is a conglomerate company. Yeah, you know, I mean, she wasn't before. I mean, where she started from, she built herself up from nothing. Sure. Well, you it know? wasn't nothing, but she had she had a lot of help. Right. But she started you know, a lot of help. Learning salesmanship, you know, sell cars for a year. And I tell you mm -hmm. what, I used to be a snap on yeah. tool distributor. And I yes. uh, did that yeah. for a couple of years. And I was number, mm -hmm. number, I was rookie of the year my first year, <laughs> number two in the final area my second year. So yeah. I was very successful. But that uh -huh. is establishing, did we talk about this last week? That, that was establishing relationships. And mm -hmm. you, oh, yeah. Absolutely. That, but you, you can never, in, in my opinion, you can never emphasize that enough exactly because that's the one oh. thing in in especially bruce in this day and age where interpersonal relationships are so jumbled intermingled uh in some cases it's like uh stepping on each other you know no one has no i don't think anybody considers now the impact of social media on entrepreneurial um on entrepreneurs or the entrepreneurial spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, and, and again, just my opinion, I think that the, the social media dilemma, and I'm going to call it what it is, mm -hmm. the social media dilemma that we're facing is dramatically and drastically infringing upon and hindering the entrepreneurial spirit. Because whoa, whoa. everything... Another tool. I look at it as another tool. Oh, I don't see it as a tool. I'll tell you what I see it as. I see it as Today's a media, by which, Well, no, I'll tell you what. I, no, I'm not talking about what we're doing now. I'm talking about people, for example, who go on uh, a Zoom meeting, for example, and they, right. they're pitching oh. ideas back and forth. Mm -hmm. You don't know who's listening and watching. Right, You're assuming right. that the person on the other side of that camera is your friend. Right. And then 10 minutes yeah. after he gets off. I you think you're saying, yeah. Interpersonal and, relationships, like you said. Yeah. Yes. And then 10 minutes after you get off that Zoom call, he's on the phone with his patent attorney, you know, hawking your idea. Mm -hmm. Right. Kind of hard to have him sign a non-disclosure statement over a Zoom call, isn't it? That's right. A, you're making my point for me. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I see where you're going I mean, with that. You understand then, yeah, what I mean right? now. Yeah. Face-to-face yeah. -face contact is so important. And, uh, you know, Absolutely. getting back to the salesmanship idea, you know, there's so many people I've heard say, well, I'm not a salesman. I don't like salesmen. I don't want to be a salesman. Well, guess what, pal, ma'am? You were a salesman since you were a little kid trying to sell your parents on giving you an extra cookie. How about as a teenager trying to stay out later? You know, I mean, you've been selling people all your life. You never even knew it. You oh, one more glass of water before that. you go to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, one more story, Daddy. You know, and uh, yeah, you know, that's why I say you yeah. cars for a year because that teaches you. And when when somebody goes to buy a car, they talk to salesmen right away. They look at you as a liar, a cheat, and a thief. Absolutely. So you've got to establish this before and learn the the. At the art of salesmanship, and there are steps you got to follow. You can't miss out on any one of those steps okay. in a short period of time. You got to sell yourself in 15 minutes, give them what uh -huh. they want. And that's the critical 
part of the salesmanship process that yes. everybody should learn. You're selling, if you're not selling a product, you're selling a service. You know, if you're in and your own business, you key. have to. Yes. That's the key. It's a service. Uh, and, yeah. and we live in a we live in a society now that has forgotten the premise of service related, you know, interpersonal service related. Um, well, all, all businesses are a, a product or service. Or exactly. Both. I mean, mm -hmm. what else is there, yeah. right? But we've for, we've forgotten how to interact with each other. Yes, and that well, and I forgetting quickly. I know it. I, these young kids. Oh, I feel sorry for them. Oh my goodness. I do too. What mm -hmm. are they I, learning? I, in I really do. Yes, it, oh. it, because you brought up a good point, Bruce. You brought up a really good point that this this medium by which we are communicating is a very powerful medium. We're reaching people around the world as we speak right now. Yeah, that is it's, so it's, cool. It's mm -hmm. fascinating to think about that. You know, I was, it's funny because yeah. I was interviewed today. And by the way, shout out to Greg Gilbert, Python's Paradise. Thank you. That was one hell of an interview. And I cannot wait to come back. And I can't wait for you to come on my show in three weeks. Uh, that said, mm -hmm. we had an interesting conversation today. Because he asked me how I started, and I said, I just began my career as a, I wanted to be a disc jockey. My hero sure. growing up was Wolfman Jack. Limbaugh knew what he wanted to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My, I mean, I grew up, my hero was a guy named Wolfman Jack. You know? Sure. And I, Out of the way, right? I know who that is. Absolutely. God, the Wolfman. He was, how baby? Y'all with the moth bag, yeah. you know, and I was mm -hmm. like, wasn't he out of hero. LA? Huh? Say again? Wasn't he out of LA? He was out of Wolfman uh, Jack. He he was out of LA, but he started out in uh um Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, of all places of all places. Oh no kidding. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He started out at, yeah. at a uh, like a three thousand watt station in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and somebody mm -hmm. heard him. You he know, was... go ahead. Well, I want to make sure that, you know, I, I told you last week that I, my goal in all this, what I'm trying to do with this book and everything is be the, the liaison to the guy that has an idea or might want to start a business. He's on the fence and yeah. he just doesn't know if he should do it or not. And, uh, or the people who think that they, 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 they don't have any hopes and dreams. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, every one of us, there's two things that we all have. Um, we all have a gift that God gives us, right? It's, a, it's an absolute gift that, that we are better than normal. I mean, and, and we can do it really easily. And so I encourage people to harness that gift and work it. Did I mention this last week? I may have. I don't know. Anyway, and, and build and that did, It's probably worth yeah. repeating anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah. It, it's something deep in your heart that, or that a gift that you're just naturally good at. And then the other aspect to the equation, and you could be successful based on that one talent. But then consider also search your heart. And, and what do you love? You have a love affair uh, with with 
something um, that that you just pizza. I have a really love affair with heart. pizza. Yeah, or, or with <laughs> children, or with not. Nah, gotta be careful these days on that one. No, you know <laughs> what I mean. You know, you love tinker with heart. You love doing this or that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you know, uh, when you combine those yeah. two things, you know, uh -huh. a gift with a love of your heart, you are so absolutely. guaranteed success. You, you are absolutely. Uh, how can you go wrong unless you're lazy? Exactly. Well, yeah, and that, well, that, that seems to be epidemic these days. Laziness is yeah. epidemic. Thank you to the United States government. Exactly. You know, this conversation has no, come I, to a circle. I think yes. A lot of people would rather be in unemployment our, than getting a job. Yeah. And there's plenty out and, there. And I think, thanks to people like Bruce Clark, uh, the uh, the entrepreneurial spirit is alive and well. I think mm -hmm. there are enough good, smart, decent people left in, in this country, certainly in the world, Yes, that I think the idea of uh, of Bruce's core principles of do what you love, be the best at what you can be, uh, and don't stop until it's done, uh, that those core principles are still alive and well, and they do exist among a great many people. Sadly, we're creating a society of lazy people, but I think I think there are still a decent amount of hardworking, smart-working people yes. who have the uh, the wherewithal to make the uh, entrepreneurial dream come alive in their life. Uh, and for their family and for generations of uh, of world citizens to come. Absolutely. Bruce uh, Bruce Clark you know, is uh, a I got, uh, I got to go add ahead, a story to Yes sir. Uh, as a snap-on dealer, you know they 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 grabbed me into the corporate aspect and I started climbing the corporate ladder and at one point I was uh you know I was having to put on other snap-on dealers, recruit them, train them and make yeah. them successful. And, and boy, that was not easy because once they're a dealer, they're independent and you can't hire them. Mm -hmm. And I learned that, uh, you know, you hire a clod, you train yeah. a clod, and all you got is a trained clod. And exactly. I really struggled and I found the secret formula for finding the right kind of people. Really? Farmers. Mm -hmm. Everyone I really? put on was super successful. Well, what's interesting, they know hard work. They know oh. the value of money. They know how to use tools. They're honest. Yeah. They know how to get up in the morning. They're generally not alcoholics you have to worry about. And they, they, they just were amazingly successful with ease. Farmers. And they enjoyed it. They had fun. Yeah. Farmers. Yep. Farmers. Mm -hmm. yep. Wow. Yep. One of them used oh, to yeah. come. One of them used to come to my, my mom's uh, father's house. Yeah. Yes. One of them used to come to my grandfather's house all the time, my mom's side of the family, because my grandfather was a mechanic, so entrepreneur all the time. That's all he did for a living. And he used sure. to say, oh, my goodness, look at all these grandkids, because there was like yeah. 10 or 15 of us all the time there. And he's like, this man right here, Emmanuel Ramirez, used to put my all my kids through college. All I had to do is come by. He'd buy one or two tools all the time. And this man right here put all my kids through college. He used to joke all the time. And then here comes the sure. snow cone guy. Yep, this guy put my kids through college. Same thing. <laughs> so he'd buy all of exactly. us a snow cone. Yeah, that's all that he did. Put all your 
college, your dream. Yes. You know, if, yes. You, if you if you want it bad enough, you gotta yes. you gotta want it, and uh, you gotta mm-hmm. do the work. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's really that simple, and you know, mm-hmm. positive mental attitude. But you know, um, the 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 you know the people that say, "Well, I don't have any money, and I got an idea, but I don't know what to do. I don't know how to start. I need money." You know what, pal? Guess what? You spend thirty bucks on a nice business card, a well-designed business card Absolutely. that puts your dream business on there, and then you use that to introduce your idea or yourself or your product to whoever will listen. And I tell you what, you'll be able to get a lot of questions answered. You'll be able to, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and people will take you seriously with a simple business card because you look yes. professional and. You know, you don't lie to them and say, yeah, I've got this. I can get it to you. No, you say, look, I plan on doing this, this, this. And I want to know how much interest you have. I want to know if you're interested in selling my product, if you're interested in buying my product, you know, recommendations, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. Uh, how much yes. you know my product. And you start gathering information with that business card. And I tell you what, it snowballs. Mm-hmm. It snowballs. It could be as simple as that. A simple mm-hmm. business card. Gosh, yes. you 30 bucks. So I did back in my day. Maybe mm-hmm. it's 50 now. Who knows? Yeah. And my grandfather, yes, my grandfather believed all the time that, yes, Mm -hmm. he believed that, you know, you help this man out, he'll, you'll end up helping yourself out in the long run. And he always did. Every time he came to the, to my grandfather's mechanic shop, he would buy a a snap-on tool all the time. Well, you know, Amelia, it's the old adage, and it's true what they used to say, if the, you know, help somebody, you, you'll help yourself. If yes. you feed somebody a fish, they'll eat for a day. Yes. If you teach someone the fish, they'll right. eat for a lifetime. Yes. And right. my grandfather I always I, I, wish we had, I wish we had more time. Me October. too. I don't know. You this might turn it into a, a three-parter. I don't know, brother. Uh, <laughs> well, would you like I'm to? We would love for you to come back. Yes. Well, I'll say the word. Uh, if you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer anything. Because oh, I, you're definitely I, coming uh, back. Yes, I'll just tell you that straight well, up you. right now. Amelia and I are thank bringing you. the ass back here for sure. Yes, we're going to bring you back again. Absolutely, but we have to say good night to you um, tonight. Before we do, thank I want you. everybody to check out InventYourPath.com and BruceDouglasClark.com. They will both lead to an extraordinary website. And uh, and there's a lot of content there, folks. A lot of content. Check it out. Bruce Marks is the inventor of the yes. Stadium and Arena Cup holder, and uh, and he's affected your life, and you may not even know it. You want to yes. thank him? You can do it right now. Bruce Clark is the guy who put that cup holder there for your big fat 64 ounce drink, you bastard. Right. <laughs> and I want to say real quickly, thank you to Jimmy Thunder and Boston Spencer. Thank you for your comment. Oh, you well. checked oh, it I didn't out. Do it. Uh, yes. Cool. Yeah. What they it's say? A, what uh, they say? Uh, we love the advice. Always be yourself and never and never lose the faith. And uh, what's it's up, Angelo? You've been you much you. love and respect. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Oh, look at that. Oh. There you go. And we love the advice. Always be oh, yourself boy, and never lose the faith. Good guy. Thank you, Boston. Yes. Boston's a good Absolutely. guy. All right. Really good mm-hmm. guy. Thank you all. Fabulous. I'll tell you what. Um. We're definitely going to have Bruce Clark, but we, how how can you just do two shows? Absolutely, Look, we, we, we got might, more questions. I think, Amelia, <laughs> we might end up doing like a mini series. That sounds great, Bruce. That's go. not a bad idea. I, I, you know, I can talk a lot about a lot of things because you know my mind looks to fix things, and I see a lot of yes. problems in our country that 
yeah. have ideas now. Yes. We can fix them. So it doesn't there you have to go. about entrepreneurship. We can, is a way for we can, to uh, we can bring in political I, views and to, entrepreneurship. Yes. Yeah, I, th- I think we need to all get together maybe in a couple of weeks and have a political bullshit session. That sounds great to me. And 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 like vent, venting session. There you go. That sounds like a plan. How do we how do how do understand the press? Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Oh, it was fun to have you again. Oh my god, beautiful. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. Um, you can check Bruce Clark at BruceDouglasClark.com and inventyourpath.com for Amelia Firecracker Chapman, for Amelia Living La Vida Loca Chapman, for either Amelia one <laughs> Chapman, and for Bruce Clark. Inventor, and he's on that note. I'm mad, yeah, dog. To say, that's what uh, <laughs> we'll see you next no. time. Okay, <laughs> all right, Good guys. Thank you.